Sharon White Vaughn is an expert in Synergy Wellness. Synergy Wellness is the synchronization of thoughts, emotions, behaviors, and spirituality. It is the culmination of Sharon's education, personal journey, and her experiences with people from all walks of life. She has helped countless individuals improve their lives with the Synergy Method for optimal health, fitness, and wellness, mind, body, and spirit. She is a trainer, coach, counselor, and an interfaith minister, but not a saint. And now here's Sharon. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in. I appreciate this opportunity to share and teach Synergy Wellness. This practice that I designed is how I completely changed my life for the better. My hope and my goal is to leave you with what I call golden nuggets of wisdom. Wisdom that you can utilize and implement into your life today and see results immediately. So let's get started. It's 4 a.m. on Monday, February 20th. It's exactly 50 days from my first podcast. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the news, other than the politics, but California is experiencing record rainstorms and devastation all around the state. And we are not immune to that here at our house. Our road has washed out and it takes a few extra minutes to walk that quarter mile from where we parked the car to our front door. And while that is an inconvenience, I've been feeling blessed. At least I have healthy legs that I can walk that quarter mile. Then with each rainstorm now, it's been about three weeks since the road washed out, more and more and more of the road washes away. And we're so blessed to have people in our community that are willing and able to do the work to repair the road. However, the rain has not let up long enough for us to get any repairs done thus far. Additionally, our well ran dry, so currently we have no water. And I've been feeling pretty stressed about a lot of these different situations. So I'd made the decision yesterday, I'm not doing podcasts anymore. It's too stressful. I have too many problems. Uh, Last week... I worked 60, 70 hours. I got very little sleep. I'm beginning to lose it mentally because of lack of sleep. And I just decided yesterday, I was telling my husband, I'm not doing it anymore. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I don't even have anything to talk about that's positive. So I'm just going to quit podcasting. So I went to bed. I passed out around 8 p.m. last night. And around 3 a.m. this morning... I don't know if it was the rain or my subconscious mind, but I was awakened with thoughts of self-sabotage. Am I not doing the podcasts anymore because of all of the problems that I have right now in my life? Or am I not doing it because I have a tendency to sabotage myself? At this point in time, I don't have the answer to that question, but I wasn't able to fall asleep. And that's why at 4 a.m. I said, dang it, I'm putting that headset on. And I'm coming out here to do that podcast because I made a commitment to myself on January 1st, I was going to release three podcasts per week. I'm going to stay committed to that goal, even though right now I don't feel like doing it. And I felt as though I had nothing to talk about until I remembered something that I read years and years and years ago, a quote from Buddha who says, every human 
has 88 problems, and none of them are the problem. The problem is the 89th problem, and that is that as humans, we don't want to have any problems. And I suppose the fact of the matter is, there's always going to be things that could potentially interfere with our goals. There's always going to be shit that hits the fan, roads that wash out, lack of water, all types of devastation, and lots of devastation that's happening all around the world. Quite honestly, I feel a little bit like a whiny brat complaining about my road and lack of water and lack of sleep. So do we use these problems as excuses to not move forward? Or do we use these problems as stepping stones to realize not just the goals we set about podcasts or getting a better job or sticking to my exercise regime or whatever goals we set for ourselves. Ultimately, success in life probably has more to do with staying committed to the goals that we've set, especially when it gets difficult. Way easier said than done. Because we don't have any water, this might sound disgusting to some of you people, but we have to pee outside. And it's pouring rain. And I got tired of peeing in the rain, so I decided I was going to get a pot and pee in it. And then I'll just empty it outside. And that way I don't have to be out there squatting in the pouring down rain. So last night my husband says, well, at least you have a pot to piss in. (laughs) And it really was funny. And if it weren't for our senses of humor, I don't know what we'd be doing right now. And while I am a minister, I'm not a saint, and I don't always take to praying in the typical way I think that maybe most people pray. I really don't know how most people pray, actually. I don't even know why I said that. (laughs) But I meditate, and I maintain a positive focus for the most part, although you wouldn't have known that by seeing me yesterday morning, where I was just a mess, crying and cussing and swearing and just having a little temper tantrum. Maybe it was a big temper tantrum, actually. And in all honesty, it probably lasted two days, not just yesterday morning. But I've recently been turned on to this author. He's dead now. I think he died in the 70s. Neville Goddard, or Neville Goddard. I don't even know how you say the guy's name. But if you look him up on the internet, you can get some of his recordings and learn about his teachings, or you could even download some PDFs of his books. And certainly buy them on Amazon if you wanted to. But I was listening to this clip about prayer. It links to what I was saying a few podcasts ago about maintaining that feeling. That feeling as if the goal is already accomplished. And prayer, according to him, is very similar that way. That you relax and relax and relax your mind and soften your subconscious and basically open a doorway, what he says, to heaven. And when we pray, according to him, We're not praying, give me this, give me that, as much as we're maintaining the feeling of the wish fulfilled. And I even created a second podcast emphasizing the importance of feeling. My goodness, I'm getting that message everywhere. And so as I was laying in my bed in the middle of the night, not able to sleep, these types of things were going through my mind. And I thought, let me just wake up and do the podcast, even though I said I wasn't going to do it anymore not sabotage myself, and maintain that feeling of the road is repaired already, then the water truck 
we'll be here filling up our tank. It's a done deal. The bottom line is there's always going to be things that happen in our lives. These quote unquote problems. Are they really problems? I don't know. A year from now, two years from now, maybe a month from now, I'll look back and say, wow, that's so awesome that all of that devastation occurred because if that didn't happen, all these other, other wonderful miracles never would have occurred. And I do believe that I will say that. I'm pretty sure I'm going to say that. And you know why? Because from all of the problems I've had over my half a century of living plus, to be honest, <laughs> all of those things that did happen to me resulted in something positive down the road. And I know that. I've lived long enough to see positive things come from negative things. And if nothing else, I'm blessed to have had this devastation to remind me of that fact. There are worse things in the world and the storm isn't happening to me. I would be personalizing it if I said the storm is happening to me. But I'm gonna put the period after the word happening and just simply state, the storm is happening. So whatever storms you might be feeling in your life right now, whether they're literal storms, if you live in California, or mental, emotional, or spiritual storms that you might be having in your life right now, remember that this too shall pass. And I'm reminded of the meditation of the clear blue sky, and I'll share that with you now. So as relaxed as you can get, wherever you are, just close your eyes. As best you can, use your imagination and imagine a blue sky, the most beautiful blue you can conjure up. And then notice a puffy cloud coming into view. It kind of floats in. And it begins to float out when yet another puffy cloud comes in. And now you see two puffy clouds, and maybe they connect now, making a larger one. And yet another puffy cloud joins and connects to those, and another, and another, and another. So much so that you can scarcely see any of that blue sky. Take a long, slow, deep breath in and a long, slow breath out, calming the mind, calming the body, noticing these clouds covering your clear blue sky. And use the breath to gently blow away one of those clouds. Use your breath to blow away another one of those clouds, revealing a little more of that blue sky Using the breath, breathe away yet another cloud. Another long, slow, deep breath, and another cloud blows away, drifts away, revealing more and more and more of the clear blue sky. The clear blue sky is our clear mind the white puffy clouds are the problems, the thoughts, the negative feelings. Long, slow, deep breath in, another cloud clears out of the way. 
And if you've ever been on an airplane in a storm, the plane takes off, it's raining, the sky is gray, and the plane goes up and up as it takes off, it goes higher and higher and higher. And eventually, it pops above those clouds. Have you ever had that experience? I have, and it's amazing. It's so beautiful to see. At one point, you can't see at all. You're looking out the window, and it's just fog or, well, it's clouds, rain clouds specifically. But then at some point, the plane goes through all of those clouds, and then there's nothing but clear blue sky. That's actually how it is. The clear blue sky is always, always, always there. Clouds come and clouds go. Problems come and problems go. But the clear blue sky always remains. Take in a long, slow, deep breath. Breathing out, let your shoulders relax. Another long, slow, deep breath. Breathing out, let your back and your hips relax. Another long, slow, deep breath. And the legs relax. Feel your forehead relaxing and your eyebrows. Feel your scalp relaxing and your mind. And now that your mind and your body are relaxed, you're opening the door to your unconscious. You're opening the door to heaven. And so you can place a feeling of your wish already fulfilled, problems solved, questions answered, miracles manifesting. If you're one who believes in the power of prayer, I will join you in praying for all those who are suffering in our world, whether it's physical devastation, mental, emotional, and or spiritual devastation. Where two or more are gathered, there is love. Thank you very much for listening and allowing me to process what I've been going through publicly with you. I thank you so much, and I appreciate this opportunity to serve. I hope this was able to help you as much as it was able to help me. And I wish you much peace, much love, and much light. Have a blessed day. Thank you again for tuning in. I am available by email, Sharon at whitefawnwellness.com. And you could also go visit my Facebook page, White Fawn Wellness. Have a great day.